0: Welcome to the AOK Podcast. AOK is a division of the Wabash County Health Department that focuses on the health, development, and outcomes of children birth to five. Your host today is Steve Aikens. Okay, welcome on the AOK podcast. My name is Steve Akins, and I'm your host. And uh, August is National Breastfeeding Month, and so today we are joined by uh, one of my great workmates and uh, work buddies, uh, Christy Mayberry. And Christy, good morning. Good morning. And uh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and what you do here at the health department?
1: Sure, I am a public health nurse here at the health department. I do a lot of different things, um, but my one main passion, and most of what I like to do is um, breastfeeding, lactation consultant, Um, so I am an IBCLC also.
0: What does that even mean?
1: That means International Board Certified Lactation.
0: Well, uh, yes, (laughs) and saying that, uh, the health department has actually...
1: uh, Yes, And So what's all that entailed? We... um, are one of three in the state of Illinois that has achieved gold status for our breastfeeding peer counseling program. So that means we are exemplary in our breastfeeding.
0: Well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so, if if someone needs help, if a lady needs help with breastfeeding, I mean, what what services really does the health department? Uh, so the get?
1: health department is very um, good about. We have a lot of different things here. We're very fortunate to be able to have um, WIC and a breastfeeding peer counseling program within that. So um, our nurses in WIC, our CLCs, and then we have our peer counselor who is able to be a support person for the moms that are in WIC. Um, <clears throat> and then I am the designated breastfeeding expert for the health department. Um, in the WIC program. So that means if a mom needs a little bit more help with something the peer counselor really can't, you know, support her in as much, then they will call me for that. So we have a lot of people that can help with breastfeeding. Now, it seems like
0: breastfeeding uh, goes in cycles to a certain extent that, um, I know when I was a kid, of course, that's a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> breastfeeding was not a big deal. I know I wasn't. My mom fed me formula. Um, and it seems like it goes through these waves of cycles about, you know, go formula or whatever. I mean, it seems like now though, breastfeeding is back kind of on the mainstream. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the big difference? I mean, why why, why is breastfeeding so much more important than formula so, fit?
1: I'm going to be a little clinical here, but breastfeeding, um, is actually live milk. So it comes from mom, any antibodies that she, um, picks up. You know, if she starts to get sick, um, that baby is going to have, her body is going to make antibodies, that baby is going to have those antibodies to keep the baby well. Um, that's that's a ma- big, major thing. Um, here we had a formula shortage, you know. Yeah. So, breastfeeding, obviously, is the best. Um, but, you know, in those times, it, it kind of helped moms think a little bit beyond, like, oh my goodness, you know, what if we really didn't have this, you know, so... Those are just a couple of things.
0: I know my wife, when she first uh, was breastfeeding our kids a long time ago, that, um, especially our first one, that she was so worried at the beginning that her milk wasn't coming in, that, um, and I know she kind of freaked out about that. I mean, is that normal? What's the, I mean, what happens when a lady first is kind of starting to breastfeed? It
1: can be normal, um. So after delivery, there's a lot of things that happen <laughs> hormone-wise, and your body has already been primed to make milk. And um, so after delivery, you know, hormones come into play, and then it can take a few days. You have the first milk. It's called colostrum. And then for sometimes, you know, if um, parents aren't taught about breastfeeding or, you know, hadn't really learned a lot about breastfeeding while they were pregnant, um then it can be hard to think about, you know, three days later after delivery, your milk's going to come in a lot more. You're going to have a lot more volume. But that very first milk, the colostrum, is going to be just what baby needs, which is about a tablespoon, you know, for the whole day even. So it's kind of hard to think about that in terms of... I know, you
0: know that she, I know she and I've heard other women do this too. They worry so much that their child's not getting enough. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean... Is there a way to increase, decrease, or is it just basically based, the baby's basically directing all that?
1: So, there's a lot to it. There's a lot um, to think about and and explain, but um, the number one thing is that it's going to be by baby's cues, and every mom feels like their baby isn't getting enough within those first few weeks because the baby wants to eat constantly, and it's not really just about eating. It's a lot of... um, neuro you know they're they just come out into this big world and lots of bright lights and so they don't really know what's going on and they just want to be felt safe so um you know putting them to the breast and latching them on um is about nourishment but also about you know safety and feeling mom's heartbeat and so you know they want to do that a lot and then they're growing really quickly so it takes you know a lot of milk to kind of get them to where they need to be, and in the first few weeks they are—they um, want to be latched on a lot. So it kind of makes you feel like they're not getting enough. Hmm. But
0: so, um, what, what happens though if a lady's having trouble? I mean, I know the one of the big issues uh, early on is is latching issues. Um, and so, what happens? I mean, what 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 what's kind of the idea that or what kind of Things can a woman do really to?
1: They're having trouble. Yeah, they're having
0: trouble with any part of it.
1: So, number one thing is to any time that you're that a mom is feeling. Um, worried or feeling like they're having some trouble, the very first thing is to get some support, right? Hopefully you have somebody at home that can support you. But, you know, if you um, have questions, definitely reach out to um, the peer counselor if you're in WIC or a lactation consultant in your community um, or WIC to, you know, to get some help with that. And, and they can answer any of your questions, Um there's a lot of good resources like you have online. Kellymom.com is a really good website to go to if you're at home and you're just kind of wanting to um, look up stuff. It's a really good website because it's evidence-based things. There's articles and you can search on there to see you know see exactly what you are um, wanting. And then you know we kind of we Google a lot, <laughs> but really um, you can do that and then maybe go back. <coughs> And check and make sure that what you're looking at on Google is correct, so that you know you're not led down something that may not be really what you're looking for.
0: Our, uh, you know, I mean, when the I think sometimes the women get a little confused because they look at another child or look at another, some other parent and their child's maybe not fattening up or whatever like that. I mean, how how do you know, like, enough? Your, your baby's getting enough.
1: So the very first thing whenever moms, um, ask me if baby is getting enough, what I say is first and foremost, how are peas and poops? You know, you got to look at a baby's peas and poops, um, when you're at home because you don't have a weigh scale at home. You know, you're just kind of going by day by day, um, wondering how everything's going. Um, peas and poops are going to be a very good thing to look at because it's visual and measurable, um. Mostly the poop. <laughs> so, you know, like by day six, you want at least six or more um, wet and dirty diapers, you know, and you want it to be like a yellow color, um, seedy, you know, it just has some texture to it. Uh, those are what we tell moms to kind of look for when you're at home. You also want to go by weight, you know, to see if babies gain in weight in those very first few weeks. By two weeks, we want them back up to birth weight, but that's not a standard. Some babies... Um, grow differently than others mm-hmm. and gain a little slowly. So that's okay. you just monitoring and, you know, always reaching out for help and getting that extra help when you need it. Just so, you know, you know that you're doing okay.
0: So um, speaking of that, uh, speaking of, of, well, speaking of preparation, um, is there anything a woman can do when she's pregnant to get herself ready?
1: For breastfeeding? Yeah. So we... Your body is amazing. As a woman, um, your breasts make milk from the very first moment that, um, you know, that you're pregnant or, you know, conception. So, your body is, is growing a baby and making milk. Okay. So, some moms will leak, um, you know, before pregnancy. There's nothing that you're going to be able to do, um, during pregnancy for breastfeeding. Um, you know, it's going to be right after delivery that all those hormones. So you're saying it's all an
0: automatic process that, yeah. that just happens. It just happens. I mean, you know, the, I mean, what about the role of, you know, prenatal vitamins and things like that? I mean, it is yes. taking health, healthy care of yourself,
1: right? Yes. As far as like that's being pregnant and help you have a, you know, develop a, um, a healthy baby in utero. So, yes, prenatal vitamins, taking care of yourself, um, you know, nutrition-wise and things like that, no smoking and drinking and things like that while you're pregnant is going to be the best thing. As far as for breastfeeding, you know, it's basically just after the fact. Learn all you can before um, delivery, reading books and asking questions and coming to a breastfeeding class that will help prepare you for breastfeeding.
0: So there are classes and things like it. And take there
1: too. are classes that can be available. Um, at the moment, we don't have classes set up right now, but that's something that we hope for in the future.
0: Probably because that little pandemic thing that came yeah, to me. yeah. Um, <laughs> that put a
1: little wrench in everything.
0: <laughs> what about the fact of you know, um, whenever our kids were small, my mom was on a breastfeed feeding fan, and she kept pushing you know bottles and things like that. So is there confusion if you go formula to breast or can that just coexist pretty well
1: so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that I like to talk about before a mom um, switches to formula the reason why is because like we said in the beginning your breast milk is live it is um, it changes on a daily basis for what is needed for the baby Um you know, like I said, when baby's sick, your breast milk changes. It changes hourly um, in, amount, in the amount and things that are needed for the day even. So um, when formula is needed or introduced for a reason, um, you know, we always try to educate first and find out what's going on so that we can keep the milk supply up and keep, you know, baby on the breast and having breast milk before any amount of formula would be needed because it changes their gut health it can change you know through immunity we know all the good things that breast milk does and then um, you know introducing formula because it might be needed for either you know an emergency or you know weight gain or anything like that um, we we have to kind of look at those things first but yes you can give um, formula and breast milk you know together and normally what I suggest is that a mom try to latch, the baby on and give as much breast milk as possible either you know latching or pumping and giving it a bottle Uh, breast milk first and then supplement with formula as needed so
0: i know my wife is very uh um, judicious in making sure that she marked uh which side she started with (laughs) i mean is that really a thing you do you do you want to switch do you want to go back and forth does it uh Is there any, some, give us some technical type (laughs) things that we, that women should be doing in a regular idea of feeding.
1: So on a basic like level, because every mom and every baby is different. Um, and every case is different. There's always, um, questions that mom has throughout the whole breastfeeding journey. So, um, you know, like. Some babies can stay on and, and, you know, latch on to one breast and only need one in the first few weeks. And some babies need two or three different times on each breast. Yes, you want to keep baby on um, one side for a little bit. Keep them awake. Get them to empty the breast. And then um, switch if possible if they're still hungry. There's really no rhyme or reason um, to which one you start with. You know, if one's full, um, you know, start with that one. It, it doesn't really matter. No well, I ask ways. because I
0: think that I think that there's too many folks, and I don't obviously speak from experience, but there's too <laughs> there's too many there's too, I think there's too many too much comparison that goes on as to oh I must do this to be successful or, I must okay. do that or this they you know my friend did this and whatever like that um, but it really does boil down to each child is just different
1: mm-hmm. and each mom is different and on that note each breast can be different so. It's really hard. I know, moms. We always compare ourselves, uh, no matter what. So, you know, the, basically, you just want to do the best you can. And yes, there's really not a whole lot of rules to any of that. You, you know, the most important is to enjoy your baby uh, because it doesn't last very long, <laughs> and then enjoy your breastfeeding journey because, um, you know, you can only do the best that you can do, and that's what you were giving and 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 really uh,
0: what i always heard is that any just about any length of breastfeeding is good like if you only do six weeks that's better than nothing right and 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 if you do a year okay good good for you but some women don't do a year some women do six weeks or eight weeks because of work and things like that i mean it really doesn't matter right
1: so you're talking to a lactation consultant who's yeah, going yeah, to yeah. say technically it does matter um, over the course of time. Well, I told you
0: I'm not the expert on this. <laughs> that's why you're here.
1: So over the course of time, it is um, the longer you can, the better. Right. Um, yes, there are all, thi- all kinds of things in life that you know can happen where moms um, may not be able to even breastfeed for you know a week or two days, and that's okay as long as you know you have the support you need. And, you know, any amount of breast milk that you can get into your baby is going to be better for your baby. So, yeah.
0: Well, I, right. And I I would think that um, too often, if you're, especially, well, let me back up and say this. I think that um, some, maybe sometimes women, and I, again, I'm not speaking for experience, and of course I'll get slaughtered for this, but (laughs) I think sometimes maybe. They don't understand how how much of a commitment actually that it is. Correct.
1: It can be, yeah. Um, hmm. For some people, it is a lot easier. For some, it's not so easy. Um, but yeah, it. I mean, it is a commitment. Having a baby is a commitment. Um, there's a lot of things that are hard. Either way, breastfeeding or formula feeding. So you kind of have to look at it, you know, how it works into a mom's life mm-hmm. or parents' lives um, and kind of go from there.
0: All right. So I'll shut up before I get lots of bad <laughs> comments. As mothers at home rolling their eyes. Um, let's talk about a couple things. So uh, any suggestions for good breast pumps?
1: Okay. So um, really... Um, breast pumps work in the same way, mostly. Okay. There's a lot of different breast pumps, a lot of different breasts. Again, it depends on, um, how mom can fit that into their life and what kind of pump they need. We have a lot of different pumps. There are hand pumps. There are single use pumps. Like there are double electric pumps. There are hand free, um, pumps that go into your bra. So it's basically, there's not one best. It just, whichever one is Basically, you look for what's easiest to use. Um, you don't want a whole, a whole lot of things that you have to try to figure out. Um, is it easy to clean? <clears throat> because, let's face it, we're busy people, mm-hmm. and we need something that's easy to, to put together, and we need something that's easy to clean. And then we also want to make sure that the suction on it is correct so that it's taking the milk out that is needed to be taken out. So really, there's not one best brand. Um you can try one and go from there, but I would say pick the one that's easiest if you can.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, what if a woman has too much supply?
1: This one's a little tricky. So, I um, would always suggest that if I'm working with a mom um, about oversupply, it's going to be I would have already talked with her beforehand. Um Just because moms that have more than one baby are going to make milk a little bit easier, usually, than um, first-time moms. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with each baby, they can have more of a supply. supply. So, it makes it a little rough. And I would always suggest that she have some kind of support, you know, talk to a lactation person um, to help get on the track with this. Because there's lots of different things involved. Like... With too much supply, you might have to pump a little off. You know, you might have to feed baby on one breast. It's, it would take a lot of kind of involvement. So, um, there's not really a whole lot of tips until I'm listening to your case, you okay. know.
0: So it's a case yeah, by case basis. It is,
1: really. it is. And for the most part, you know, you're going to feed the baby a lot because <laughs> you have a lot of milk. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of hard to answer that question a little bit. I would say, um, get support right off the bat first you know
0: yeah what are the resources? i know you mentioned uh, a website they can go to mm-hmm. um any other type of resources that they should be um, getting? Any, any kind of books any kind of whatever
1: um anything that like any breastfeeding book that you you know if you if you like to read breastfeeding books are fine um you can always come here to the health department we have books we have you know, videos, we have lactation resources, we have people here that can answer any questions. Um, mostly online, you know, you can find pretty much anything online. And kellymom.com is a really good one just because it has evidence based stuff and articles that you can pretty much search whatever you want.
0: Um, I, one thing I did want to talk about, and, and I actually didn't even ask you this question beforehand, but uh, I got thinking about it. Uh, you know, I know ladies. Some ladies struggle with postpartum, especially, Mm -hmm. at delivery. Um, Any issues or any tips you can give for a mom who is breastfeeding, dealing with some postpartum? I mean, you know, you feel like, I know my wife always felt like she was being drained physically as well as mentally. Um, Any kind of tips that you would give to a mom that are struggling with that?
1: Um, Postpartum is a little bit different. Um, every mom, hormonal-wise, has, um, you know, the baby blues, pretty much. Um, if it lasts longer than a few weeks, definitely want to try to, um, you know, let somebody know how you're feeling. Because, you know, a mom that may have needed something bef- while they were pregnant c- could still need that, you know, later um, after delivery. Um, basically letting somebody know your, um, provider, you know, WIC, nurse, um, lactation consultant, anyone that is around you, let them know how you're feeling. Um, just so, you know, you can talk it out or maybe you need a little, some little extra help there with that. But, uh, breastfeeding does help with postpartum depression. um, or at least the feelings of the baby blues. It helps relax mom. It helps, you know, the anxiety that can come along with mm. it. it. That can help with that. Right. So, but definitely want to try to get some, you know, extra help if you're feeling that way.
0: Any uh, nutrition tips for the the, uh, the uh, breastfeeding mom? Can they drink alcohol? <laughs>
1: Um, okay. That's a really good question because uh, in the very first few weeks, I would say don't drink any alcohol. (laughs) It can have an effect on your milk supply. And when you're trying to get your supply up and, um, at your full peak, then it can have some effects on that. So that would be, you know, after maybe a few months, um, we want to say that, you know, one one glass of wine or, you know, one glass of alcohol, um, is probably okay. You want to be sure that you can, you know, that you're breastfeeding the baby before you do that. And then, you know, don't breastfeed the baby for a while. Um, especially if you're, you're feeling buzzed, mostly want to focus on safety for, um, the child as well. So really,
0: anything you're anything you're ingesting, you're passing along. Right. You can. Right. Pass I that. mean, that's mm-hmm. why I know that uh, certain certain meds, yeah, uh, people take and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Non medicinal <laughs> meds are probably not a good idea.
1: Right there. If you have any questions about anything, <clears throat> um, along those lines, you would definitely want to get with <laughs> a provider that has more information. Yeah. And we have. Um, we have resources that we can look up for any certain kind of meds that a mom needs to be on um, or wants to try. They can call, and we can look those up. Definitely, um, but yes. Anything other than that, you don't want to do.
0: Well, let's finish our time talking about weaning because I know we, you know, all thing, all good things come to an end. Yes. Uh, any tips on weaning?
1: So, um, weaning actually. weaning, I did have some good tips, I wrote it down, so I was looking, um, basically, uh, weaning is a personal decision for the mom and the family, um, it's kind of like, you know, between mom and baby, too, um, I would suggest, like...
0: Are there children that will self-wean?
1: There are children that will self-wean. Some babies wean before the age of 12 months, and when mom wants to kind of breastfeed until, um, you know, the age of one, and they get sad because baby kind of just, you know, self wean before then. Um, if mom is thinking about weaning, I would definitely try to do, like, baby-led weaning or child-led weaning um, gently. Maybe um, a couple of tips they can do is just, like, drop off of feeding first, Um, you know, one at a time. Don't do it all at once. Don't, you know, basically you just don't want to abruptly wean Mm -hmm. and stop breastfeeding. That can cause a lot of issues with um, the breasts, and we don't want that. Um, But, you know, you can, distraction, things, things like that can help. Um don't offer but don't refuse, you know, if they're past a certain age and you're ready to wean. Those kinds of things can help. It's just a gradual baby led. I'm watching how they are and
0: how long how long I mean I know it's different for everybody, but how long generally
1: is weaning does weaning take? It is different. And it (laughs) it can take a while for some children and babies to um to really want to wean. It can be a tough thing, um, which is where we're going to encourage support from the entire family. And then if you need any extra support, definitely, you know, WIC, peer counseling, lactation um, can help you in that because every case is different. Um, So it can take a while or it can just be quickly, you know, it just depends on the child.
0: All right. Well, so thank you so much for coming hanging out you're, you're the, she's the best by the way oh my she's like the best uh, Christy that I work with <laughs> uh, but uh, again if you have any any issues any questions you can always contact Christy at the Cal Department and uh, hey thanks for coming to hang out